Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assembled, the show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's a chopped DL. Chopped. <laughs> chopped. <laughs> like, yeah. You've had the chop, bro. It looks great. Uh, yeah, I'm just finally, dude. You finally. literally look like a new man. It'll look, uh, it'll look good for the day. The, the classic <laughs> day after the haircut, you're like, yeah, this looks good. And then, like, you don't know how goes, to do it the way Then that, it's like, yeah. yeah, your barber would, like, put all this time in. And <laughs> of course it looks good. I feel like barbers yeah. fall into one of two camps, right? So they either just do the same thing to everybody. So they only have one style they can do. And if that, and if you ask them to do something different, they get confused and wild. Or they put so much time in, it looks great like yours. And you now. just never can replicate it. And you can it. never replicate yeah. it. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. How does this work? What, right, what do I do? That's true. I, I agree with that. I uh, And I also, like... I have to go to someone who can like do a scissor cut, which is like ah. takes a lot of time to do because I have very straight. It looks hair. a little fadey on the sides, is it not? Yeah, he did. He faded it, but like it was mostly like he spent, you know, ninety five percent of the time with as, as opposed to what, as opposed to like literally clippers ninety five percent of the time. Oh no, I hate that. That's yeah. the worst. People you go do, to, do, you go do to, that. You go People to the do. same place, me, in a different location, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have to go to your one. My guy, I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sold on this. I'll tell you, I mean, he's one dude. Um, yeah, we're chatting shit, but you can always do the time code thing and just yeah. go straight to the main. There main will topic, be time codes the below. Yeah, below. Below? Below? That's not a word. Yeah, so if you want to know where to jump around to, please um, do. Um, well, I thought we'd start this week before we jump into anything by announcing, drumroll please. Oh, the winner. The competition winner. The winner. So, for context, we have been running competition online. Welcome if you came from the competition. Um, you had to tag your five geekiest friends. Welcome if you're one of the five geekiest friends. And it closed uh, yesterday, I think, or, or Tuesday, whatever time Some we're on time now. that we put on we the did. post. That yes, we put on there the was post. a deadline. What we did was we had our social media guy, Lockie. Shout out to Lockie. We had him put all of the entrants into one of these randomizing majiggers online. So there is no bias, no nothing. We had nothing to do with it. Really? We didn't just pick our favorite? No. <laughs> I was just, down. We, to do we that. just picked your girlfriend. I was down. I was gonna say, Gail, you will not be winning this. I told her that many times. It's like no matter what you do, no, we we we, you won't put, win. we, we put no, them no, all no, into no, a no. random. We pulled, but we pulled. We did. We pulled her out. We did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did it down the line, and the winner is friend of the show, MCU Informer. So thank you very oh, much, dude. There you go. We appreciate it. I don't uh, MCU Informer. Who are you? He's, a, uh, He's that's an his, alias. That's his handle. He's an alias. That's, that's his all handle. we need. So good. Excellent. Thank you, mate. Thank you for sharing with your five geekiest friends. We will hit you up on Instagram. I think it was. So we'll Would hit be. you up and get your prize over to you. There's also a couple of sneaky prizes in there as well. A couple of bonus prizes, which I'll be sending over to you. Also, and we'll give a couple of t-shirts away because we bought a ton of t-shirts yeah. for Podcast Assemble to a couple of runners-up. So we have those. We'll let you guys know. They're flossy. When, when, yeah, they are. You like them? I do. It's the one I sent you. It's a bit tight, but I'm getting... A little f- tight. What, need to hit the gym what or something. What size did I give you? The medium? Yeah, the medium. We'll have to... <laughs> well, look, thank you all for entering the competition. We we really do appreciate it. Um, and we appreciate you sharing it with all your geeky friends too. What uh? What have you been up to this week, buddy? You know, I didn't watch as much as I thought I had. Uh-huh. Um, but I I did get into it was like a lot of just, you know, Netflix has flexed and got Friends and Seinfeld on Dang. at the same time in That's Australia. In Australia for our show, uh-huh. since if you do uh-huh. it, if you do it in America, I don't think they have it. But um, so I've been just kind of doing that, you know, putting those on every now and again. Nice. Then uh, got another hour into the Green Mile, which is a three-hour <laughs> movie. Two thirds of the way in. Long ass movie. <laughs> it's a real long. Also, movie. like 
had did not expect. I mean, spoilers for this 1990s movie. I didn't. I did not expect this to be a supernatural movie. Wait, the supernatural. The supernatural elements. I thought it was just like it's a Stephen King book. I didn't even realize. Oh God, really? Yeah, I've seen that movie. How do I not know this? So Gail said the same thing. She's like. I didn't realize this was this kind of movie. And I was like, oh. me neither. And, and it, so far, it's honestly just kind of random. Okay. Like, it has no meaning into the story yet. So it just <laughs> every now and again, there's these random supernatural events <laughs> that no awesome. one no one acknowledges. Like <laughs> That's awesome. Like the big, well, it's, it's Halloween at the minute, so I'm just imagining like Michael Myers just popping out and stabbing no, someone. No, it's not even <laughs> like that. It's like the big... The, so the, it's like this death row, right? And, you're, and it really does yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. it's going to be this like classic death row prison story, like Shawshank style story. Yeah, of course. And randomly... One of the inmates who, like, you can tell has probably been falsely accused because of, like, racial prejudice. Yeah. Like, they built that up pretty well. Just the, like, main, the main character. Yeah. Well, he's not even... I, don't, I would say Tom Hanks so far has been the main character. Okay. I'm only two hours in of three hours. The main, this could pivot. Yeah. <laughs> the main prisoner character. Yeah, the main prisoner character. Um, He just randomly, like, cures Tom Hanks' oh, yeah, dick with, like, from, that. like, a UTI. Oh, really? Or his, I didn't realize it was that. Yeah. I don't know what he had, but he cures it. Great. A urinary, urinary tract infection, I think. And then oh, he like heals this Clark. mouse. I love it. Michael Clark Duncan. I love and it. I'm not quite sure what the point is yet. Because huh. it randomly just happens. Anyway. Right. It was a surprise. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, so does everyone, apparently. That's weird. So oh, I yeah, because I, I, I seem to remember like... He like breathes out these gnats. Yeah, they're all at the weird. end. They're like, why are we killing this guy? He seems to be a really good bloke. Yeah. I, and then it was like this random... Well, I thought that's the way it was going to go. Yeah. But I didn't realize they were just going to throw random Stephen King weirdness into it where he like Ugh. sucks out the bad stuff and breathes Love out him. these gross gnats. And it's like, okay, well, that was obviously Stephen King. Ah. That is very Stephen so King. So random like, and so gross. <laughs> he, he's really good at subverting expectations and reality. He's really good at just like abstract weird weirdness nasty <laughs> shit anyway. what else what else have you been up to buddy that's honestly it seinfeld you know friends the green mountain and then we we obviously watched the main topic which was epic we've been we've been watching Spoilers. friends for about three weeks now in the background just yeah like it just sort of plays when you know when you know when there's you kind of thinking of something to watch or you yeah, know that's, that's what it's been dinner. for me i was too lazy yeah. to like it's great friends think is, about it friends is so i mean it's problematic like in hindsight but for the time, I is love it? it? What's what's? Oh, uh, there's a bunch of homophobic stuff in there. Like, but I mean, yeah, but like you can't judge everything uh, by today's and standards. It's really hard. It's really yeah. hard because I I really love that show and it's tough to. And it's usually self-deprecating are... for Chandler. It's not like he's like it's often. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, like I understand your point because it's still. I've seen a bunch of memes way. about Ross and how he's the worst person of all time, and it's fucking. It's so true. Yeah, he's just a bad bloke. He well, like, he's kind of a. He's kind of just like selfish. And a so bit of a, and, and like self-absorbed, but he, you know, he goes around in circles. Like he, he doesn't want Rachel, then he wants her, and then they were on a break. Happy, <laughs> <laughs> we were on a break. I also, oh, you know what I did watch? I watched the uh, the Friends reunion, which was kind of hey, weird. yeah, I liked that. What do you it, think? It was. It, I thought the old mate did a good job hosting. Yeah, I did. Be a uh, hard job. James, James yeah. Gordon. Yeah. But did you oh, did you not think Matthew Perry? I was so sad about Matthew Perry. I mean, he just he, it's it been awful. a bad it's been a bad story for a long time. Yeah, to be honest, real bad. And apparently, and apparently, I mean, apparently, when I was watching it, I kept thinking like they're cutting parts of him out. You could tell like it like, was only one like bit he when wasn't he, good, like because he was in, so space kid Eddie. Yeah, as in you could tell they'd cut big sections of him out. I was yeah. like, oh, probably because I mean he's like obviously got a drug addiction. He's obviously got some serious problems. A bit like you know, out there because yeah. of it. Like he's just done so much that yeah. he's, he's a bit of a space cadet. And I think also like 
the other people there, like obviously a lot of them kept in touch. It doesn't yeah, seem yeah. like he had. We said exactly the yeah. same thing. I was it, it, so interesting. It was intriguing. But um and it's interesting watching the show. Like he he has drug and alcohol problems through the show. Yeah, you just see it's his interesting watching his, him fluctuate. <laughs> yeah. We keep saying that. Like yeah. I'll I'll like, you know, step out and I'll come back two episodes later and I'll be like, Christ, he's fat again. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's know? wild. I agree. <laughs> Um, I've done a fair amount this week. I, well, I mean, I've done bits of things this week outside of um, outside of obviously watching Friends in the background. Yeah, we kind of wanted to carry on our sort of '90s revival on the weekend, mm-hmm. and we we started to watch Pulp Fiction, which fuck, that's okay. a good movie, man. It is. It really is. But it's I mean, so long. It's one of those movies when I start it though, I have to finish it. You say that we, I mean, no, I, I'm telling you, like it's like that, that a part. It's always these long yeah. ones, but like I will finish it. I had no matter what time. Oh, you mean you'll come back to it? No, I mean, like, I will f- in one sitting. Oh, really? It's usually. a rewatchable for you. Yeah. Damn. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I wanted to. It yeah. is. But uh, I had a bit of a, a crazy weekend, so I uh, I've, I held off. I'll rewatch the, se- I'll yeah. watch the second half later. Um, so, But the other thing we decided to watch was, have you ever watched an interview with a vampire? No. Me neither. And is it I'm, on Netflix? It's an Netflix yeah, special? It, no, 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 no. no. It's, an old, it's an old movie. It's from, like, 93 mm. or something. And it's Brad Pitt. It's Tom Cruise. Um... I've seen the thumbnail for it because it's pale done. Brad Pitt yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. And we were both sat there and we were like, oh, this is like a classic. Everyone really loves this movie. Let's give it a go. Let's check it out. Wow. It's interesting. It's not dreadful. A lot it's... of Brad Pitt's early stuff that like he was heralded, not heralded for, but like he came up with is not good. It's not, it's not great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the concept um, that he was, he was an, a, a vampire giving an interview to a human and the human to, to begin with doesn't it's christian slater for some reason doesn't <laughs> all people yeah doesn't believe him at the beginning and then it's like how he's gradually turned around on this, okay. this story of him being like a hundreds of year old vampire and the things he went through it's it's interesting i kind of like the idea i don't think it's particularly well executed and some of the some of the um the the makeup and the body horror is a, a little bit wayward yeah but it's funny man. it's good it's uh, interesting um, you know what else I did watch was Malice in the Palace because you suggested so it. So good. Yeah, it was good. You liked it? I did like it. I thought it, the, the biggest thing I drew from that was like Reggie Miller is still so bitter that Gangsta. he didn't get a championship. <laughs> he, oh. he was like, I just couldn't get these guys to stop fucking around. Repeatedly. Like, it was like, he, like, I he, just... I was like, you, you just said that. We know. Like, he, <laughs> yeah. He's obviously still so bitter. Ugh. Then I also watched the Jurassic Park version of like how what the movies that made us. Oh, really? Whatever, what do you which think? Which was awesome, yeah. I, I'd heard a lot about that stuff before. I'm but chipping was, away, yeah. I'm it chipping was, away. It was cool to see the like I I knew about the CGI stuff and how it, like happened mid movie, yep. but yep. it was cool to see how they still integrated everyone despite yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Spielberg's a good and movie. and all the different studios working kind of separately, and then they kind of came together and went, "Wow, this yeah. is phenomenal." So yeah. that's that's a really awesome program. The the toys that made us is also very good, um, <laughs> if you're interested, because like there's ones on like stuff like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that you don't think about, but that started as a toy as like a comic. Uh, became a toy and then became like a TV show. So like it can't, and then like the Power Rangers started. Didn't they start as a toy? Started as a toy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a show to sell. To, I love stuff like that. It's real interesting. Well, anyway, super yeah. quickly, a couple of other bits. Uh, we've been watching a show from the UK called Line of Duty. Have you ever heard of it? I have heard of it. It's all right. It's interesting. It's it's very British. It's if if you're not into British dramas and stuff, I do like British stuff. Okay, well you might like it. It's good. It's yeah. the first couple of seasons. Are, are tough because they they have this sort of like flow to them where something ep- epic something interesting happens in the first epic. episode they have tea not epic something interesting happens <laughs> in the first episode and then 
two three it's six episodes that joke sorry two two three four are really slow like nothing happens it's yeah. all police work and one's undercover and then five and six just like explode and it's this kind of can i be asked sitting through four episodes but it's good of, slow character build oof. i love it I, I love slow character. I don't build. really like the two main characters, so it's a bit nah. like characters. Like character episodes are oftentimes my favorite ones. Okay, uh, me me too. Yeah. I just don't like the two main characters. All the surrounding characters, I genuinely mm. really like. Tandy Newton's in it. Uh, it's got a bunch of people. Keely Hawes, like a bu- bunch of big British act- actors, actors, actors. Um, and the other thing I've been up to this week, I have been. Well, I lent my, I gave my old PlayStation Four to one of my buddies who's been playing Spider Man, and I got really jealous and i've been playing miles morales which is fucking great i'd forgotten how good that game is i still haven't played it i actually prefer the actual spot original spider-man game i don't know there's some he's got cooler like web shooter like weapons and stuff whereas miles has got this cool like electricity thing where he like he yeah hit it's, thing. it's not quite as fun like i like with the spot with the peter parker one you can like fire these web shooters at them like Almost like they're doing Homecoming, where if it hits, you, it hits the enemy, the like, explodes, and they're like on yeah. a wall or some shit. It's, I, it's the really fun good. stuff with that was like the time-based ones where you'd shoot in a bunch of guys, and it would like. Do, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really yeah. Cool. I like that. Oh, you, you can do ones like trip, trip mines. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. And then it's like, yeah, it, all of that. You do, you know that thing about that game is I started to feel overpowered, but I still had fun. Yeah, because it was like creatively overpowered. It, yeah. But, but yeah, and, and they they change the enemies subtly every time, so you get like different variations yeah. and things. It's really interesting. It's real good. Um, that one I would highly recommend if anyone is interested in. If anyone has PS4 and wants to play, <laughs> go back and play it. It's sick. Uh, I don't actually have the PS5 version, unfortunately, so I can't play the ray tracing and all that jazz. Well, anyway, speaking of Spider-Man's, did you hear this week? We got some interesting news about uh, the character of oscar isaac in the spider-man into the spider-verse movie i he, oh yeah i forgot he was gonna be in that he wants to return as spider-man 2099 which <laughs> i think would be awesome like he, he's only in it for like a minute at the end as like a post-credit scene at the end of the first i don't really one. remember yeah they'd say it's a post-credit scene like he's in it for like no time at all i forgot what the character's name is it's like yeah. hector something it's really interesting it's really cool i'd love to see him back i, I mean i'm so excited for the second movie we talked about it last week yeah that movie is going to be fresh. We've got a bit of Marvel news. We, we can jump around a little bit. We've got a few different bits of news. I'll, I'll give you the Marvel news first, and then I'll give you a couple of random bits, and then we'll find we'll have our nice segue into our main topic. How does that sound? I'm down. I'm in. Give me. You start the news, and I'll give a little tidbit here and then. All right. Did you hear this week that Sony has announced two more Spider-Man movies? They're obviously already well into production with Mobius, and Venom is out most places now, I think. Is it? Um, well, not here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one is set for release on June 3rd, and one is set for release on October 6th in 2023. Titles? So, no, no titles. More untitled <laughs> movies. Uh, who needs not, titles to not get excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, What's a title anyway? Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff they could be doing. One of them could be that Aaron Taylor Johnson, Craven Hunter, the Hunter movie the that Hunter, we talked yeah. about. It could be that one. There could be so much stuff. Black Cat. She's a huge character in. She's. God, I forgot about her. What's she's her been gonna story? have a movie for so long. I, I don't. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I hope it's just not two origin story movies. I'm fucking sick of origin stories. I like a good origin story. Oh, here he is. Now I'm he's now he's piping origin. up. And you you said that. Batman Begins was your favorite one of the trilogy, didn't you? No, it's it's obviously or not the Dark not favorite, Knight. but you said it was underrated. 
It's very underrated. I think it's probably the best origin That's story. That's probably because it actually... The difference between that and the, the origin stories we get now is that you don't... You don't really get an origin you just get a set they just cram like 20 minutes yeah it's a yeah, setup it's not, an origin it's not a proper origin whereas batman begins he goes through all his ninja training it's a proper origin you see story. all yeah exactly it's i a agree proper, proper origin that's why i said like a good origin story it's not a true. good origin segment okay uh, an origin segment not of a the good movie. origin act <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> act one origin. it's act one of the movie what, what do you what do you think about that are you excited to see a bit of black cat or whomever it might be yeah, there's so tom, many characters could tom be. holland's in it i'm down well i don't, I don't know i there's all these people saying like, oh, don't spoil the post credit scene for Venom. So I'm assuming Tom Holland shows up in it. Like, because I haven't seen it. Well, thanks, I'm just guessing. Dude. I'm just guessing. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I haven't told you anything. I don't know anything. Yeah, but we all know it's coming. I mean, it's going to happen. There's so much point. money yeah. to be made. With they'll those. make, they'll yeah. make so much cash. Now. Well, did you hear this week that apparently an absolute favorite actor, all time favorite of mine, Bill Murray. And I think you know this one. Yeah, I did. He's been cast in a mystery role for the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania movie. Yeah. I mean, we don't know for sure, but he made it pretty obvious. Did you see how this leaked? No, go on. He's like interviewing some German, like, like journalists. Like it was in, all in German, the article and someone translated it, but okay. it was some German media. Could it be a poor translation maybe? No, it was pretty clear. It was, and it also sounded like Bill Murray. Okay, he's like, uh, you know what? I will, yeah, I'll tell you. Like, I actually recently got off like this Marvel movie, and no. uh, yeah, I probably wasn't supposed to say that, but fuck it. <laughs> like, he just goes on and on. He's like, don't usually do this, but I really liked the director and That's vibe, so and cool. he was humble, and so I did the movie. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, we'll have to send me, You have to send me links. That I'd love to read it because he just doesn't give a shit. That guy does he? You mean like it's not gonna matter either? Like, yeah, it's a, they'll still get hired. Everyone, yeah, everyone <laughs> loves Bill Murray. Literally, no issue. Like, like Disney's not gonna freaking. I wonder what he's gonna play. I mean, probably. Bill Murray's so old now. Like, I I forget how old he is. How old is he? he I mean, he looks old. I don't know if he's actually. I think old. he's like late seventies, yeah. early 80s, But like, he looks old. Yeah, he's had a good life. Yeah, he he's been happy the whole time. It seems as well. Yeah, <laughs> just like every movie, just seems jolly. Well, we've talked about the, the story um, with him and, and the guy from the the old Ghostbusters movies, how he got really sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about that before. That's such a nice... That's, I mean, that's Bill Murray for me. Like that, you know, he's just always redeemable. Yeah. Always yeah. redeemable. Hardy, wholesome. Exactly. Um, One more quick bit of Marvel news for okay. I shift on anyway. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores are coming in for the Eternals movie. Now, Rotten Tomatoes is one that I know I, know I put a little bit of stock behind. Um, but it's interesting. Not this early, though. No, it's interesting. We, it's very early in this, and, and it's and it's the the people we always talk about. I'm the saying ones who are these clearly fuckers are just it. like licking ass over well, here. Sorry, I'm I'm going to give you two sides of the coin, right? Okay. So on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 73% fresh, which is pretty pretty it's good. Pretty it's gr- not it's pretty grim for this early. It's not amazing. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of like tweets and stuff about it that say it's it's really complex like the word they're using a lot of them is dense uh so apparently it takes is that like the english dense or like well the, great the, the uk dense or like great the american question. dense like because we're like oh it's dense like there's a lot there you guys like, like you're dense <laughs> you're a knob <laughs> <laughs> you're a knob yeah pretty much no i think it's the american version um i don't know man like i feel like all the reviews i've seen have either been completely like they don't, like, it's almost like they don't want to say anything in case they say something bad or they're like look it's it's a long fucking movie um and, but it deals with a lot of big tones and tones and themes well, and clothes stuff. always she was always gonna go yeah after some exactly things like that. so it, maybe it's just like you know 
it's not like so like fact, it's, it's not factory made marvel so perhaps like, and, and i mean i mean that scares some people but i'm down for that like i want that i fear it's gonna be really like if i saw it if i was to say how this would be a bad movie okay i would say that it is it try it would try a bit too hard to like have marvel moments mm-hmm. i would assume just because they know it's a marvel movie while also trying to be this indie it's film. definitely gonna have all of that to be this indie film definitely gonna have you know all what i mean that. where it's like yep. it's this director who's you know from that kind of uh, yeah background background and then thirdly would just have like random cgi thrown in and it all wouldn't really fit together i'd feel like three different tones and different movies that sounds like the trailers like if you look so so no the, it, it does if you look if you look at the bad if you look at the bad guys yeah it's they exactly look awful. Like with, with like a really bad villain that like they look we've, we've talked about terrible. this like it doesn't look like there's a villain that's very like no you know uh, I, I don't know if intriguing I'm, so that's the worry. I'm but, a little concerned, but I do like the the main actor. So like, if I'll go see, you know, I mean, like, I'm more intrigued to see what the Jon Snow character does. Yeah, if, if I'll go see like Black Widow, which had a bad villain. Yeah, wow, you know, I'll go see Richard Madden <laughs> yeah, and Jon well, Snow. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. So, yeah, that's whatever. very true. Actually, I think yeah. there's no way it can be worse than the Black Widow movie. That's probably a low point for me. The Black Widow movie, N- not because it's a bad movie. I just think, I think the whole history of it, like it should have been out fucking 10 years ago i'm not even saying it was bad i just think that like if i'll go watch that i'll go watch this yeah fair enough so like if i set that as my expectation Mediocrity. i'll probably be okay with whatever you would love aquaman 2018 <laughs> <laughs> you don't say let me go have a we should talk we'll about have a viewing so well what did you hear anything this week i did i did um what well, did you hear in time for our main talk actually i'll, I'll save this one let's save that because that's gonna I'll be a segue that, in a that. minute yeah, uh, but I did see the Uncharted trailer, which I think ah, you might have well, sent. Well, friend me. of the show, and Matt, actually sent us the Uncharted trailer. And I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Have you played the games? I have played a bit of one. Yep. No, number one or just one the of them? The first one, I think. Okay. And I would be down. Like, they look like my style of game. I just never... Mm. I never had a PlayStation. Now I do. So now I'll, I'll go buy, like, like, a remastered trilogy or some shit. I have Uncharted 4. Uh, I don't think I've got the physical copy. I can't There's it. four? I thought there was only three. I thought it was a trilogy. They did a fourth. They did uh, Drake's End whatever it's called was it like thief well, end, that's oh yeah it. i actually have i've heard of that one yeah no it's i i played it it's all right it's yeah. good it's um, exactly what i expected so yeah the what was i gonna say i i like it mm. tom holland feels a bit young yeah a lot of people have said that but i wonder if it's but i never bit, played the games so that's just me thinking they do have scenes in the games when you see him as a as a kid mm. um and they sort of try and build his backstory out a little bit with his brother and stuff i wonder if it's just a case of Sony just want to lock Tom Holland into as many things as they can. Yeah. They're like, let's just put you in as many movies as we can get you into. I'm, I just, I'm just trying to figure out like at what, in what scenario do I believe that like a little 21 year old is like, you know, traversing these jungles. Yeah. You know, they're going to have to make the backstory. Yeah. And knows all of the yeah, like intricate details of like, it's going to have to be a bit more believable. Sure. Than, like hopefully it's not him as the main character. It's his come up, you know? Where yeah, he's maybe, like, he's, a, he's like, the understudy of Mark, someone. Mark Wahlberg, who looks like he has no idea what's happening in this movie. <laughs> I don't remember what It's nothing like Sully. Sully's like one like a fan favorite character. Yeah. He yeah. just has nothing in this. And, and Sully almost it feels like a he should have been he should have been played by like uh, Can you do a Boston accent? Uh, I can, but probably not on demand. <laughs> not on command. Yeah, let me think about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, now keep going. It's the uh He should have been played by the guy that played the the black widow what am i saying what the the red the red oh yeah yeah, yeah. what's his david name? harbour yeah you think that should Har- be silly i think okay. it would be great silly all right 
But uh, I think he's. I don't know. I don't think he's got the look for it. But I mean, he's probably got the personality. Like he's quick. I think he could pull it off. I think he could pull off the personality-wise, definitely. Yeah. But like Mark Wahlberg from like Boston. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy, guy that does. I'm the guy that does my job. You must be the other guy. <laughs> there's a guy on That's Instagram like Jono something, and he uh, and he, he does like, like he gets like people to send in like requests for which celebrity, and most yeah. most of the time it comes back to Mark Wahlberg. It's <laughs> always like Donnie. <laughs> he's so good i'm the guy that does my i can't even do it it's not i used to be able to do real i i I probably could i just need to practice and not give you some time come back to it i'll come back next week well did you did you hear this week that uh matrix resurrections has apparently been rated r for violence and language makes sense which is interesting makes a lot of sense if they're gonna come back and do a bang they might as well they need to do it properly and and r-rated movies are making dollar nowadays like like we talked about last week the joker made a uh, a billion dollars worldwide I mean, how hard is it is to sneak into a movie anyway? It's really not hard, is it? I used to do it. Nobody cares. Yeah, I I don't. Do you think they're checking ID? I think they would if they look. I mean, if if they look in the UK, it's eighteen. Saying I don't in, look eighteen. Well, you don't. <laughs> in the UK, it's 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 done by age bracket, so it's yeah. twelve. Then they do twelve A, which is if you're with an adult, you can come in. If you're under twelve, then you've got fifteen, and you've got eighteen. Um, For anyone that cared. For anyone that gives a shit <laughs> about this random nonsense that we're talking about, but if you look under eighteen, then off, so I, I think if you, if you look like fourteen, they're gonna ID you. It's like, like you get, it's like you get to a bar. It's pretty ridiculous though these days. You just log into Netflix and watch anything. That's true. Like that's very true. I didn't even think about anyway. that. Anyway, you probably um, get to see it regardless. Anyway, what so do you that, think? Uh, what do I think of uh, the, the R rating? I think R-rating, that's great. I, mean, I I I have no thoughts. I, weren't they all R? No, I think they were all the, the PG-13. first one. Surely was R. I think they were PG thirteen. Yeah, wow. Um, I guess like, I have no idea to <laughs> to be honest. Like I have so many like doubts about this movie that like it's... I can't wait till we talk about. I'm the glad Matrix that it's movies. R because that's like at least the combat will be visceral. I can't wait till we talk about the Matrix movies because I have yeah. this one ridiculous story I've mentioned it on the show before. Okay, I don't I don't think I've ever told you it either. So like this one story about I went to I think it's the second one with some friends. I'm gonna save until we talk about that movie one time because okay. it's literally. The dumbest shit you can imagine. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm ready for it when you when you're ready. And then I did see the uh, Cowboy Bebop that you've talked oh, about, the trailer Bebop that trailer. you sent me, and I'm impressed. Full it, trailer comes out this week. It's it looks like something I would dig. It looks like a little like Private Eye detective drama, but like set in space, but also set like in the 70s. Absolutely, with like a, with like a soundtrack from Quentin Tarantino movie. Like yeah. everything about it, I'm like, all right, yeah, this sounds like right up my alley. This is. Uh, John Cho's done a lot to change opinions of him, obviously, from the days when he was... Harold? Harold and Kumar. Yeah, exactly. I was high on him then. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> he's, he's done a lot to change those opinions. And he looks sick in this. Like, he's, he's always... Like, he's, he's been cool for a he's while. He's a badass. Though. I feel like he's had a couple movies now where he's cool. I like the whole cast. Though. I like that it's a diverse little cast of characters. And none of them are really getting along. And it's like... It's it, it's that awkward dynamic whereby you know one's a straight man, one's one's trying to get everyone together, one just wants to shoot the chick in the head, and the I chick's just doing I her didn't own thing. Notice all that? I was just oh, like, it's so good for me. It was just like the tone and the soundtrack. Oh and yeah, the, fair. The vibes. It's got a very Tarantino-y feel to it, hasn't it? It does. But like, does. Or I think mixed I think, with like a fucking yes. uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that seventies one with uh, Ben Stiller and it's like a remake, Starsky and Hutch. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. It's definitely got a more pop pop culture vibe yeah. to it do you know what i mean like whereas i'd say tarantino is more of like a his own sort of weird 
1950s indie movie vibe this has got like a more pop culture it does feel it does it. but the soundtrack is more what i was i was like man this feels yeah, like it could be big a soundtrack time. With i'm so with you on that all right quickly then before we move on uh if you guys have heard anything this week that we didn't hear hit us up on instagram like matt uh, friend of the show matt did we are at podcast assemble or the podcast assemble at gmail.com that's it. We we will find you. It always um, takes me a, a little bit to get it out yeah, of my you, brain. You, and into you were a bit confused for a minute there. The uh, <laughs> I'll tell you why in a second once we get to my shorts, my dumb summary. Yeah, all right. Okay. Well, I read the last part of my dumb summary. And was like, why did <laughs> okay. I write that? And then I was like, we're, not, oh, yeah. we're not there just yet. Final bit of news before we move on to the, the main topic. And to segue as in nicely, um, it has been announced only today that June... Dune. It's gonna have a part Why two. Why do you say it like that? Dune. How do you say it? Dune. Dune. It's not. June. It's June. June. Like June. the month of June. <laughs> it's uh, it's been greenlit for a se- uh, like a sequel. I mean, like in the greatest shock ever. Well, I mean, it, it is weird that it hasn't been. Interestingly, and it's, I'm gonna ask a question about this later on. It makes sense, but, I guess, maybe because they didn't know if they're gonna make money because exactly, of the, and of that's the part of the COVID. point. This massively was on a knife edge. They weren't sure. They were like. If this doesn't make money, it's opening weekend. It's probably not going to get a sequel. It's just going to be this. I, just, I, I thought for sure they would. Someone would do it. Think though. how expensive this movie was. You add all yeah, those actors it's not into like it. His fault. Not saying it is, but anyway, uh, yeah. it, it had a pretty bumper weekend uh, in its first weekend. It essentially made um, well over expectations. They expected sort of around thirty-five million, but it made forty, which is great. Which is um, is it even open in the states yet? Yeah, it's open open in the states over the oh. weekend. It got simultaneous HBO Max and got it. in cinemas release, and it beat in terms of simultaneous releases. It beat the the highest uh, the, the record, which was set by Godzilla versus Kong. Funnily enough, one of our other podcasts plug for that one if you want to listen to us talk about a movie which is very average. Big animals um, punching each other. Exactly, thirty one point six million that got in its opening weekend. So it was on a knife edge, like I say. They weren't entirely sure, but this comes as a wave of relief to me. Yeah, like, I mean, we're getting we're getting a sequel. For I sure. just hope that all, they can get everyone back. Like, I, I'm not sure if they signed everyone on for two films. I reckon like everyone wants to be back. You'd hope so. I mean, well, like, that, but there's a lot. I take your point. There is a lot of big there's a and getting lot them together for the actors. right. Yeah, exactly. But like, you know, well, well seg- segueing is nicely into our main yeah. theme. Do you want? Shall we, I give it a bit of a main topic theme? All right, main topic. Do you want to give it the premise? Uh, I mean, yeah, just new Dune. Dune 2021. 2021. Part one. Part one, 2021. Which was very clear Dennis about Villeneuve. at the beginning of the movie. Dennis Villeneuve. I'll never say Villeneuve. his Villeneuve. 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 We need to get your partner to say it for us. Dune. Dune. I have it as Dune-Dennis in my notes. <laughs> Dennis Dune the and Dennis. Dennis. Uh, yeah. Well, do you want to give us your stupid plot summary? Sure, sure. I was excited for this movie. And... Uh, you know what? I was gonna. Summary. I was just gonna repeat mine from the last one, and then after watching the movie, I was like, "Ah, nah, you it doesn't do, work. You do your own <laughs> it thing. doesn't that, work." I forgot what mine was, but it was that that last one was so bad. Anyway, um, with your stupid plot summary, Dune is what it would look like if Jesus was an emo spiritual cult leader <laughs> in a desert land devoid of water, but rich in the world's most valuable energy source. Oh wait, that's literally Jesus's or- origin story. It is literally Jesus's origin story. Plus butthole worms. <laughs> Wait, your butthole's got weird teeth coming across it wow i'm not talking about my bowl i'm just saying like in general like i didn't know worms like looked like butthole. okay but these ones like starfish we'll call them 
whatever you want to call chocolate it. Chocolate starfish? It's a bit, I don't know. It's chocolate just, starfish. They've got these bristles as well. It's a bit, it's a bit gross. Yeah. Well, they must have been based on those weird fish like a, with the... With like a whale. A whale. Bristles. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. All right. Do you want to hear mine? No. But okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll skip on. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. Redemption for this renowned classic. Sorry. Let me start again. Redemption for this renowned cult classic, not featuring the big brains from Futurama, bald <laughs> witches, box shield suits, pugs, or even any inner monologuing. Discovering your destiny Thank never God. looked so good. <laughs> Thank fucking God. Thank God. I just got to say, though, yeah, the pugs been left out really upset me. You think they could have just done it? They could have found a way to get like the pugs a in little, there. Uh, Almost like e- a weird little reference. Yeah, that's the only thing it would be. Yeah. Little Easter egg. Yeah, I would have been okay <laughs> with that. Um, well, look, yeah, I mean, this is like we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Let's be perfectly honest with you. You know, we we all know the plot of this by now. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I don't know if you you watched our first episode, you wouldn't know the plot because watched? the plot. Or sorry, listen, <laughs> because the plot. I mean, like that was all so over, all over the place. R- yeah. That well, you know. One thing I was going to say is perhaps we should try and steer away from comparing them too much because I feel like it's no, not it's, it's not This movie dead. deserves its own thing. I, yeah, I don't absolutely. want to talk about it much. I well, agree. The, the plot essentially then of this movie is that we meet our protagonist, shall we call him, Paul Atreides. Um, this time he's an actual youth, unlike in the last one when True. he was a 30-year-old man. Which helps. Um, which, yeah, which actually <laughs> helps. Uh, who is <laughs> born with mysterious talents into a great house. And uh, he follows his father to Dune, where Dune, which is the planet Arrakis, where the family have been gifted in in quotation marks the keys to a fortune, but is the gift a poison chalice? <laughs> nice. It's kind of the plot to this. Nice, yeah, and it's the it follows like kind of the political intrigues of like does it you know we'll we'll come to that. That's a different tell story. Me, tell me before but. before we start then, what do you think the IMDb score at present is for this? This is very early, by the way. It only came out the weekend. Eight one, close. It's eight three. It's ah, that's pretty good. Bad. Pretty high. I'm. I, I think it's fair. I think it's fair too. I mean, technically, this. I movie think it is... could have been. Yeah, we'll get to it. I think they, they there were some missteps. I think sure, I, we'll, but we'll no, not it. as many things they as they got right. All right, be my well, high level. Metacritic. What do you think that is? Eighty five. Eighty three. We've got a, wow, we've got a just like double a, on the eight, eight, yeah. eight threes. Okay. Uh, and finally, Rotten Tomatoes. I should say eighty three, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say ninety. You think it's that high in Rotten Tomatoes? I do. Yikes! It's seventy-five. Really? Yeah. I What's can see audience? why though. I th- well, I think it's the audience got. I think, I think on very first assumptions, like you can't please everyone when it's, it's a long Dune. fucking movie. See, I would, I was just actually when I was thinking about it. Now I was thinking like the Dune Dune fans like might be like, oh, they didn't talk about the Miss Michonne Protector. Like they might get all into like the lore. Like you didn't talk about my favorite sub. Family well, well, genealogy. I'm, I'm going to talk a bit about that when we get to spoilers because there's a few bits in it that I thought they missed out. Which I'm not really saying they did it, the but I can see how even if they got it yeah, right, yeah, some, you, sure. somebody oh, would be pissed. Well, know. everyone's going to moan. All right. Yeah. So we mentioned up top this is Denis Villeneuve, who Villeneuve. is apparently adapting Dune for the big screen, and it's a lifelong dream of his. Apparently, since he was 14, I read he's this. wanted to do this forever, which is really phenomenal. But we've talked about uh, Villeneuve like a bunch of times. His filmography is amazing Dude, just it's crazy it's the, the rival blade runner oh, blade runner sicario prisoners oh, we just don't deserve that man i mean these are like some of all of them like and none of them made, made money 
Really? None of them made money. Why does it keep... Well, thank God someone... Thank God someone keeps, keeps giving him movies. Zach, well, he's a fucking visionary, man. Um, Dude, have you seen The Enemy? No, is he good? It's his, it's his weirdest movie. Okay. Like, this one is probably known... They knew when they were making it. Like, I, this is not going to make money. It's the most meta movie I've ever fucking I'm gonna put seen. It, I'm going to put it out here. I, I'm starting to prefer him to Chris Nolan. I think his movies actually make sense. <laughs> I mean, he, he's his movies are... I would say his movies are less ambitious for the most part. Okay. But more entertaining for the most part as well. Okay. So you're saying they pander to broader audience? Yes. You're saying idiots like me would enjoy I'm it. saying idiots. I <laughs> yeah, quite idiots like it. me. I think that they're just like... I would say he kind of suffers a lot of the time from the same things that no one does. If you look at like... Yeah. Uh, actually... I'm thinking about Sicario and Prisoners. Like I, I just think he's yeah, he's a little bit more white bread uh, as a movie I maker. I can see that. But there's some where that you you would say like you watch the enemy and you'd be like, no, he's not. And like I the arrival, and movie, you'd say yeah. like, no, uh, he's arrival's not. amazing. Like the arrival's like the perfect meld of like a, a movie that would attract a lot of people to watch it. I thought, but I guess not. Arrival is amazing. Uh, but um, but also it's like super kind of meta and like creative in the way that you know it. Well, this subverts tropes. He certainly knows how to handle a stacked cast. Like, this yeah. is unbelievable. So, Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides, Rebecca Ferguson as Jessica, Oscar Isaac, we've got J-Mo, the big J-Mo's back, as Duncan Idaho, that rhymes, uh, Stellan Skarsgård as uh, the Baron. Um, we have to call out Javier Josh Brolin's in it, Javier Bardem's in it. Zendaya. Um, Zendaya. Javier Zendaya. Chen, Chen Chang, Batista, David Dasmalshan. Uh, there's so many. Look, I forgot about Batista. There's so many, and it's it's amazing that he yeah. managed to get all these big personalities into this movie, and there's been no issues. Dave Dave Batista didn't cause up a fuss like he always fucking seems to. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this segues us nicely into our lovely new seg segment, which is called uh, oh, Goofiest no. IMDb Pictures. Now, I'm going to give someone a redemption op chance here and see see what you think, but. First and foremost, let me find the name of this. This is, I think this is an Irish name. S-O-U-A-D Faras. Sod Faras? Sod. I think it's probably an Irish name. But anyway, here you go. Here is, I like to describe it for our listeners. This is the IMDb picture of said oh actress, actor. <laughs> Maybe it's just like a... <laughs> what do you, explain I, it. Explain the picture. She looks like a, well, I don't want to be rude about her physical appearance, but it feels as if she's, Basically, just taking a still from like a random fantasy movie that she yeah, was in but, and yeah, made it, it her is. IMDb picture. Where she's like a witch or she something. She kind of looks or? like a witch. I feel like I've seen that picture. She, I like, she, I feel like it's from a different Ga movie. Is she in Game of Thrones? Is that the, the one from see? Game of Thrones? Nah, it's not the Meiji or whatever you're thinking. When they're in, when that, when da Daenerys goes back with all of the uh, horse lord peoples, when they, she gets captured. I know what you're thinking. I maybe, think maybe, that's her. maybe, maybe. But that's a weird check, IMDb checker, checker credit. But that's a weird IMDb picture, right? Yeah, it is odd. Goofy. I wouldn't say goofy, just ah. creepy and odd. Well, redemption for this, potentially redemption for this actor here then. Uh, your second choice for goofiest IMDb picture is my favorite and your favorite, David Dasmalchen, who <laughs> is part of the reason we started this goddamn segment. <laughs> Which, to so just like, I'm of two minds looking at this picture because he's... <laughs> he, he's sort of sat... Hunched up, grabbing his knees, looking quite scared. You know, he he looks like the person, like that one that's like 
I'm in danger. Yeah. Like, but like, <laughs> like alone in a dark room, actually. Like, yeah. But I, he, but that's his character in all so movies. That's my point. I'm of two minds. Like, he's maybe this isn't as dumb of an IMD picture as we think because he knows. He's uh, like, he's, he's pigeonholing himself. He's seen himself. He's seen himself in the mirror. He's like, this is the role I'm always going to play. Yeah, maybe. And so he's just, maybe he's, he's marketed it and it's worked because he's looking at how much money he's made playing this role. But Suicide Squad. But still. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty goofy. There's like no way for him to like not look that way though. Like, no. I'm sorry, this guy does just look like that it's, character. It's an awesome picture. He can like, I he love can it. like get a tan, slick his hair back, whatever he does, he's still who, gonna be a bit. Who wins? Odd. Who wins this week? Um, let me see it again. So you got uh, I, I'm never gonna say a name right. So Fares. Oh well, the other guy, yeah. Or David Desmalchin. David wins. Dave, big Dave. He's there now. I'm just not sure if he's gonna beat Jeff or whatever his name is. He. You, what? What's his name? What's Ray Booktenica? Yeah, Ray. <laughs> the, man, the man of the man. <laughs> so now what we do is we, we play we play off this week's winner against the current MVP of the show. Mate, who this is guy's never Ray lost. He's like eight and zero. <laughs> He's killing lost. it. So we've got we've got David Ashmalchen. I think this is close this week. I, I think really it is do. close. I, I'm it's, just debating. Ray. What do you think? Give me. A I winner. think it's like. I'm debating between like this guy who who like thought that that was a good picture <laughs> yeah. and this guy who knew that this was uh, a bad picture but curated. did it consciously. It's I like, get it. I it's, get like it. An, it's like they're yeah. the antithesis. Antithesis? Antithesis. Antithesis. Antithesis of Words. each other. <laughs> they're, they're so You're right. You're contrary right. that I'm, I'm stuck. I, well, I'm going to let you vote this time. I, I can't I, do it. I need I, the veto vote. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Ray Booktanica guy. <laughs> so I think you're right, though. I think, I think David's is, um, I think it's curated. I think like it's, it's exactly that. It's, it's it is there. creative. So this is more like a philosophical discussion <sighs> about this award. What do we want this award to be? <laughs> I <laughs> want can't. Ray Booktanica. I think that it's, it's meant to be something that's like people that are like. You know, yeah. no, trying right. to be actors right. that just really didn't get what they you're were right. doing. And Ray, Ray takes it once yeah, again, Ray. unfortunately. He's, he's Ray, killing it, man. Ray, like, we need a shirt with your face on it, mate. Yeah, we need to do that once again. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Ray, come, <laughs> Ray, join the pod as a guest, please. <laughs> please. Well, I'm going to reach out and see if we yeah, can get Let's, see if we, it. let's reach out to his agent, okay. whose IMDb picture would be need a deep breath over here. Right, okay. Let's let's go into non-spoilers. So we do non-spoilers first and we jump into spoilers for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. right, so first and foremost then, let's talk about the discussion points. Talk to me about the story. Did you like it? Yeah, well I I like the story. Um do I think that there's things that they underemphasized a bit? Yes. Sure. But I think that there was also like I guess like how long do you want this movie to be? Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, do you do you think they got the main point of the story across, and it was still a two hour and what ten minutes? Mo- was it two and a half? Yep. So like, unless you make this thing three hours, like you're cutting something, and I don't think there was anything obvious that I'd want to cut. So I would say the story. I think they got it across, and I think they did it well. In particular, um, they didn't do you know the voiceover time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Tell us. <laughs> they did a lot of like you know showing us, not telling, yeah. which was I think. You know, my my comment, how my comment for, to be made. yeah, my comment for this was, it it was just exactly what I expected. Now, that that could be for one of two reasons. One, I've only read half of the book and I got to about the point where, where this movie <laughs> ended, and I fell off because it's just it's Fair a enough. lot of waffle. But con, con, on on the flip side of that, I also did say they did a great job of condensing all that waffle 
into this movie and, and making it coherent was fucking hard. That would have been a hard enough thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. hundred yeah. percent. And so like, I'm pretty impressed that he made it into a coherent, yeah. you know, two and a half hour film that also doesn't see the climax. And also right? had time like, to build in all that cinematography. Yeah. The cinematography like, was cool. Wow. We'll, we'll touch that yeah. in a minute then. So I think one thing they did really well for me and, and we, we were sort of like talking about this as we were watching the movie was the world building was unreal. Like the way he managed to capture, like not even just Dune, but like the planet they come from in the first place. Like you, like the the, the huge differences. I forgot what the home the home planet was called. Calad Caladan. Yeah. Uh, and like it's it's blue, it's green, it's got all these great colors, and you're immediately setting yourself up to realize that when you get to Dune, it's just going to be like a big sand. Yeah. <laughs> sand, but also when you're on when you're on Dune, um, you mentioned it straight away. You were like. The the city itself just looks so industrial, and yeah. so like so I mean, gray. It looks like what it was, yeah. What it what it was had they were they were true to what it had been, right? Which Absolutely. was this industrial thing yeah. to literally just pull out this resource without regard for anybody else or anything, anything other yeah, than that. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. But I also love and we made a lot of jokes about this while watching it, full enough was all the appropriated cultures in this, like they just like grabbed like fucking bagpipes and well, like, yeah, no, it was actually cool now. how they like yeah, integrated yeah, I'm, I'm these agreeing. different things into it. Yeah, it was um, real interesting, and I I quite liked that. I thought, uh, you know, the the direction and like the art styles in general were like really pretty like unique for for sci fi and like gave it its own absolutely. little um its a own little vibe. Yeah, absolutely. There's a really interesting um. It's really interesting wrinkle that when you meet the Sardaukars, the the sort of big bad army, yeah, um, they have this weird, like you think it's music, but it's not. It's this, it's this year, this place in Europe. They do like throat singing, where it's just like a, like a weird like monotone note that sort of like yeah. shifts up and down. And the, and in it, it's just so like it honestly it, sounds it, like a didgeridoo. When yeah, I was listening it, to it. honestly, it did. It was really interesting, yeah. uh, and it's really oppressive. Yeah. It makes you feel like really like almost like constricted while you're listening to it it's great and like things like that the way they build all these because it uh, well the story of dune is it's the future of our race right it's like how many thousands of years in the future um it's how they've still got these little through lines running through i find that really interesting i did think one thing they did a really good job of without spoiling is like interweaving the the they could have done more on the political side which we'll talk about but they did interweave like very well the idea and concept that like in this world like religion and state are actually you know they didn't go the opposite the way we have today where it's like separated Mm -hmm. from feudal society and government and they it's it's actually more integrated and they're more closely interwoven yeah like the religious style of it and then the the kind of feudal governance are, are very much hand in hand kind of like they were in the middle medieval ages yeah but. absolutely and the one one point to the whole story is, and one they don't really touch upon in the movie which is it's sad really because it's a really interesting point it's a really interesting world building aspect of the sort of dune novels is that it's a future where the humans have stopped using any types of like computers or anything that can like replicate thinking in any way so mm-hmm. like they've a they had there was a big war with AIs or something in the in the past. I don't know. I, I read a thing, um, but like I didn't even remember that. But you don't. But there are no computers in this. Like yeah. there's the scene the very it, it's it's in the trailers um, where 
he's got the Gomjabar thing and that she's testing him with the pain. Yeah. Uh, and it's all in a big library and you, it, it's really stark, the interesting look at it being like, there is nothing there that could even look mechanical. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's really, really interesting. Um, in terms of, I, I was going to mention costume design because I think some of the costumes, man, the only thing I didn't really like was the visions forward, which are all in the trailer where they all just look like Power Rangers fighting each other. <laughs> Everything else is phenomenal in this. They did like, kind of look like Power Rangers. The 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 still suits they all wear, which is a so essentially in this. If you don't remember from our last episode, go back and listen to it. Arrakis Dune is so hot when you're in in, in the deserts at times that you have to wear these skin tight suits that basically they recycle all of your, all your bodily liquids. fluids and etc. and everything else. And yeah. you can shit yourself in it. Uh, apparently as well which is fun um and it all gets recycled so you don't lose any moisture real real class yeah yeah i think they looked awesome they did look good and um in general i think just the art like the art design the the set design like the vehicle and like kind of like spaceship stuff it it all looked really cool and was really unique well super quick then before we move move to the next part what, what do you think of the worms i was gonna say i have three things that i was like what do you think of the worms what do you think of the voice um, the worms I thought were, you know, pretty cool. I loved it. I thought it was yeah, great. I thought they were really cool. I well, thought I they didn't... also integrated them in really cool ways. Like they made some changes from the books. Like I, I thought they, they highlighted the worms in cool ways beyond just what the books did. Like, so there's obviously that iconic scene where the crawler gets taken down with yeah, a whole yeah, load sure. of spice, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like uh, really, really significant because the how at the time the house they of trades is weak yeah. and they need money. And so, mm. you know, this is a big loss for they them. They need the spice. Because uh, this worm comes and takes this cargo load of spice, and you get to see a worm in a cool way. There's another scene where a certain character um, dies that isn't in the book, and you get to see you know the worm attack again. So they did a good job of like changing things from the book, really building the worm, and really there. building them up into this cool thing without showing them fully. All which right, is let's... again, you know, you don't want to show the the villain too early, like or like the creature too early in a movie. I think that we didn't yeah. see a full worm until the very end, almost. Yeah. I've seen your worms too many times. I don't need to see these ones. Um, <laughs> let's talk about performances. Uh, I thought the whole cast, I think everyone really pulled their weight in this. Um, like Timothy Chalamet, I mean, he is, but he really nailed the like sulky teenager. Like, Is he, he a teenager? Great. In, the, in, nah, in the book he is. Yeah, I'm just curious. I think he's a bit older in but, real um, life. Yeah. There's one thing that I did call out, and we called out pretty heavily when we, we did the 984 version was that Women were so underutilized in that film. They were just, they were they were done dirty, man. They were done real dirty. And in this, there was a real focus on strong, strong, independent women who don't need no man. <laughs> um, even gender swapping characters. So, uh, Liette Keynes, who yeah, he was got portrayed changed. by Sharon Duncan Brewster, uh, gender swapped. Great. It's I know in the book it's called out as a man, but like. It there's no matter. reason to be a man. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no reason, and and I think uh, I I think Duncan Bruce does incredible in that role. She's great. Yeah. I don't think I've seen her in anything before, but she's really great. So, what do you think of the performances overall? Yeah, I I don't want to just agree with you on everything, but I thought that they were really good. I particularly yeah. liked uh, Lady Jessica. Okay. I particularly liked. Um, I mean, Josh Boland. Well, why? Just, why did you like Lady Jessica? Uh, For what reason? I just thought that she like played. This like, <laughs> I thought she played the conflicted side of her, like wanting to be a mom yes. while also trying to do this thing without spoiling the, the movie, trying to like 
you know, back channel for this like secret organization and the conflict there really well. So well, in fact, that I wish they would have expanded on like the relationship mm. with Oscar Isaac a bit more. It felt like oh, it was absolutely. floated over. Yeah. Um, Agreed. To be honest. But, um, cause, and, and just like the way that she, like, you could see her switch from like mom to teacher. Like they were oh, two yeah. distinct personas yeah, okay. for her. It's like, uh, it's like, <laughs> it's like Christian Bale in last week's movie. The subtle differences about me. Yeah. <laughs> Plug for the prestige last week. Well, Great I movie. really liked uh, J-Mo in this. I thought he was amazing. He was like, I love that they just sort of, if he ever rocks up on set, people are just like, oh, just let, let Jason Momoa be Jason Momoa. Yeah, like, he didn't really like, try too hard. He's, he's not really, yeah. a, he shaves his beard and that's about it for this. Like he just plays himself. Yeah, and then I, I thought Javier Bardem was really good too. Ah, oh, man, yeah, he was so good. I forget how good he is every yeah. time. Yeah. I see him and I'm like, wow. Like, we nearly watched All Country, uh, No Country for All Men the other day and I was like, oh, that oh, movie's creepy. It's just so deep. I was like, yeah. I'm not sure I can deal with this right now. I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's great so movie. good. Um, what do you think of the pacing of this? Because it is long. Two and a half honestly, hours. Honestly, I didn't mind the length. Okay. I said, like, that's why, when, I, when you said two and a half, I thought it was going to be two hours and ten. Like I say, I had some intense stuff happen this weekend and I was like real tired when we were watching this. Yeah. And towards the end, I was... I was fading. Yeah, was you were. Really I, I, I honestly wasn't. I was pretty into it. You were sad. But also, I really like Dune. Like, I, I think you're, you're not as I sold was, on it. Mate, I was so sold on this. You were sold on the movie. I just mean like that. Uh, I also, you know, the truth is you did just read half the book. So, like, all of it's way it's fresher for you. Whereas I was still kind of discovering things a bit. Like, it was like I was being re-surprised by certain things and That's not cool. really exactly sure how things were going to go down. But uh, overall, I think that, the cast that we were on casting, the casting, they killed it. Yeah. Like there's not one poorly cast individual. I agree. And I think the, I, I think, so there's, there's two things we normally talk about here, cinematography, action, and CGI. But I think in terms of, all, I think you can almost club those three together. Like we've talked about cinematography to death already. It yeah. was phenomenal. It's just Villeneuve. That's his style. He's amazing. But I think it, it's, it, it, I read a comment by him that was like, he wasn't trying to make a sci-fi movie. He was trying to make a period piece. And you can really see that coming through in things like the the design, the, the clothing design, and all, and all the stuff around them. It's amazing. Um, I think the action. Sorry, I, I should have said the action CGI kind of fit together. I think the action scenes are the only real bits for me, other than the spaceships, when they really have a lot of CGI, or at least heavy CGI. But the CGI is flawless. Yeah. I. What did you think about the action and like the concept of like? the shields and how it was used. I liked it. Yeah. I, I thought I it looked, the bo- I missed the boxes. I think the, I, <laughs> the, the gummy really boxes, the weird box thing. Forgot about that. The, uh, it's a, it's an interesting plug to our concept, older right? episode on Dune where yeah. we criticize the combat in the original. Please go back and listen Anyone to that one. Um, if you saw it, I, I think it's really interesting. Like the, the whole point that, the, and this is one thing I'm, I was going to mention later on that the, the suits they have, the, the shield suits, they basically render like projectile weapons useless, right? That's the whole point. So that's why they have to do this sort of close fighting f- form, which is almost like fencing-ish. And they don't really build on that. And I'm like, this is so fucking interesting. Tell me about this. I, I think they don't build on it because like the actual concept of that is ridiculous. Like the only way to touch someone is to slowly touch them. Slowly. <laughs> it's like if the field can ah. stop a projectile weapon, why can't you come up with a shield that can stop like a spoon slowly touching something? Or just fire a really slow bullet at them. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's, I think there's, that's actually really hard to do. Like there is another wrinkle of this that if the uh, the shield touches one of the lasers or whatever they call them, apparently it just causes a fucking huge explosion. So that's why they don't they don't use them at the same time. What lasers? 
Well, they use one of the lasers in the final. In one of the oh, final yeah, scenes yeah, of this, yeah, they yeah. have lasers in this universe. I think they're, so they're kind of like, like protect- lasers or something. It's like they're protecting really- each other, kind of. From, I, yeah, it just enough. causes huge explosions. They all explode. Yeah. Um, but right. Let's do t- turns and things. I'm, I'm itching to talk real, some spoilers. Real quick, real yeah, quick. Sorry. What did you think of the voice and the way they handled oh, it? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the voice. Uh, and to be ah. clear, the voice is a part of this, and this isn't really a spoiler, but no, it's not at all. We know that like uh, there's this religious kind of. Uh, society that also has powers. We're not. Mm. I, well, it's kind of un. We didn't talk uh, about the Bene Gesserits again. Yeah, the Bene Gesserits is is like the religious side of this universe that is pretty intertwined. They're almost like advisors to the feudal society leaders, and they have these weird powers, which range from being able to kind of see the future and understand mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. to being able to basically mind control. Kind of. Kind of. Via which is this, kind like of the voice, which is the voice, and so the way they handle the voice in this is um, very different from the original. Again, we Good don't want to compare them but uh i liked it I liked yeah it. yeah i i thought so too i thought it was pretty cool i thought it was um it, it was interesting because when when it's used you sort of get this sort of deep dark feel to you're it, like which, anxious yeah and, and it, but but when it does it i could hear like the, you know when he meets the what was the lady the the the, the grandmother the or whatever truths, she's called. yeah the grandmother or something. whatever she, some, some, whatever she was called the head of the benedict the head of the benedict the, you could hear her voice in it but also, you could hear almost like generations of Benny Gesserit. Yeah, as well. it was cool how they did and it. it. Was and, and it was, was like almost evil. Like yeah. you're like this kind of isn't good. Well, it's not though. Like yeah. you shouldn't be fucking mind controlling yeah, people. Exactly, it's not a good thing. That's my point. Like um, it should sound a bit like. I liked it, and and I liked that he wasn't. You know, he he had to go through that hero arc to use it towards the end. And you could tell when he tried to use it and failed. Like it wasn't quite what the. Yeah. It was close. It was, yeah, yeah, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. quite what hers was. I liked how they did those scenes as well. Like I watched a. a an interview with Villano before where he was talking about the scene in the library with the, the grandmother, whatever she's called and yeah. Timothy Chalamet. And they, they cut it really interestingly so that it's, it's like, almost like you, you hear the voice and then you see him almost like going to a, it's like, it's he's, not a you don't see where he went, but in time passed. Exactly. And he like ends up right in he's front quite of far away from yeah. it. And then all of a sudden you see this weird visual way cuts to his almost like a close up type thing. And then he's all of a sudden kneeling in front of us. Where it's, it's like, like you were really him. For, you felt like you were him. You felt like you understood how exactly. he felt. Exactly. Yeah. You felt like you were drawn into this, and you're like, "Wow, how yeah. did he? How did he get there?" And he's like, "How did I get here?" Yeah, yeah. You, you, <laughs> he put you in his shoes. It's really, really good. I liked, I liked what they did with that. Um, tones and themes, then super quick. Uh, yeah. I mean, like this, there's a lot you could say about like nature versus like human versus uh, environment and human versus nature. There's mm-hmm. a lot with like fate versus like free will. Yep. Um, and then it's kind of like a coming of age. Yeah, I, I got the I got the becoming a man sort of yeah. type thing. Uh, I also not, yeah. I, I also caught. A, I mean, there's a lot of like destiny in there as well, and yeah, how, and how destiny can be fickle. I think that's something not many movies uh, really dive into. Well, that's what I mean. Like with fate versus free will, is like, is it destiny or is it just like the choices that you've kind of convinced yourself you have to do and you you chose? Yeah, it's right? like, like the. It's like the death stone that Morty has yeah. in Rick and Morty when he's like, yeah. it's the choice is taking him towards different paths. Yeah. Um, and the other one I put was, uh, what does it take? Sorry, what it takes to be a hero. Like he, at no, at no point does Paul ever actively want to be a hero. In fact, he tries to like duck it a bunch of times. That's kind of like, and you feel yeah. like that's the way he's going at the end of this movie. It's like, he's becoming this thing that he doesn't really want to be, but knows he kind of has to be. I mean, it's like the begrudging hero. Like usually exactly. the ones that are good are like, that's the Jon Snow. Like he, he doesn't say that in the movie, something along the lines of, 
I don't know. Do good, they? good leaders aren't chosen. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's like it's full. It's full Spider Man. Like, yeah. <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. Well, I, I think it's also just like the the fantasy hero archetype. When when you do it like oh this this great person who's destined for great things, it's better when it's like no, it's this person who like does the shitty things, the hard things, mm. because they mm-hmm. you know. They don't really have a choice, or they like it's it's the right choice for their them and their life. Like Jon Snow, like yeah, agreed. He ends up being the hero of Game of Thrones, but he was he he did the shitty thing. He went but to the wall. Does he? No does one, he become the hero? No one goes to the. No one goes. No one chooses to, the wall. to go to the wall. No one goes to the wall. Exactly. He did what he thought was the right thing to do honorably, which was a bad he was choice. Just an idiot. All right. Sorry. Give me your. Tommy's over my Game of Thrones shout. No, I look at it. It only takes. It only I just, takes I just watched a YouTube minutes. video just before this that was uh, 10 reasons to rewatch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oof. I think I might rewatch it. I'm, it's too early. You think? Yeah, it's too early for me. Okay. I've I, One of my buddies was telling me before he's just rewatching it. And he, I think he's up to about season five. I'm sure I'd love it, but. I've rewatched it so many times in the past, though. Yeah. All right. Three best, three worst before we start talking about Thrones. The fall of House Atre- Atreides. Okay. Like that whole sequence. To the, when it's all the happening. En- the ending thing that's most of the trailer. Sorry, did I just spoil the No, one? no, no. Like that's, that is a lot of the trailer. You see a lot yeah, of... Yeah, a lot of the, the action the in the trailer. The big space battle you see in yeah, the trailer is literally... The fall based. of House Atreides. Are we, spo- are we doing spoilers now? No, 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 no. This is just three best and three worst. Okay, well. This, the f- <laughs> House Atreides <laughs> falls. I mean, that's pretty much in the trailer. So. Yeah, but no one knew what it was. Anyway, the uh, that's that whole sequence is badass. Well, if you've listened to our last podcast, you'll know it. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I put the uh, basically that whole like the whole sequence with the the box, where the pain box. Oh, the gumjabar. Yeah, whatever you call it. What the a weird, What a weird name for it. That's the poison, though, right? I, I don't know. It sounds like gibberish. Literal it's, gibberish. It's trying to. It, it's something about. Um, the fight or flight, isn't it? It's 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 if if your humanity can overcome the animalistic nature of you trying to fight 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 your way out of a situation. I loved that, like the acting, how tense it was. You were like, you didn't know what this was. I did, but like, as I, in, I have a point in spoilers, which just says it's it's not really a spoiler. It just says in the pain scene, Timothy Chalamet literally goes cross eyed. He does. <laughs> I think that was a that was a choice though, for sure. <laughs> He, like, it, was, it wasn't like he accidentally did that. Oh, like he did it on purpose. God, I thought the the mo- grandmother or whatever was like really she was that art creepy. design. It was creepy. You weren't sure what was going on, so that was a big big part for me. Um, and then I was debating between you know a couple different ones, but in, I ended up on the way they handle like that. So much of this book is about prophecy, and mm-hmm. like there's all this foreshadowing at the beginning of each chapter. I don't know if you remember from your reading. Yeah, where yeah, they, they like do these weird little historical like, lore things that kind of tell you what's happening, but you're kind of confused. Um, the way they handled that stuff via like these like weird little dream sequences, mm. where you kind of saw like, like, without spoiling it, part we have said part of like being in the Ben Gesserat is like you can see the future. Mm-hmm. You saw different versions of the future, and you kind of mm. also saw how like they, they they snuck those in via dreams, and Paul had to kind of like interpret them and make a decision based off that yeah and i loved how it wasn't clear like it they, they made it very let's like, come back to that because that's i really want to dig into yeah that in but in essence they made it very point. vague which yeah. i liked all right yeah. uh a couple of cool from me i really like the faceless emperor so a big part of the story is that there that there is an emperor of the universe essentially galaxy universe yeah and he is kind of pulling the strings in the background whereas 
in the 84 movie they literally introduce you to him with a big brain in the first scene of the movie and in this you don't see anything you just hear about him you and think, you and you see the fucking army he's made yeah where they're like water torturing them Big to time. make them better soldiers you're like oh, so, this guy's so guy fucked up like um, so it builds his mystique for sure builds mystique really yeah. well I, I like that a lot um the second one i've got is the fact that it's only part one i love the fact that this this uh, i mean you saw in the first attempt at the, uh, the attempt we've talked about for this like it's too much for one movie like they've given him time to breathe they'll let villain do his thing he's a very meandering very thoughtful director and I think I meandering think, has like a negative connotation. Uh, meandering in a good way. Okay. Pon- it's very, it, it's pondering. It, yeah. it, it's very thoughtful. It's very deep. Um, and I think without that room to breathe and be that director, and they just tried to force him to make it in one movie, this would have not been good. I, I, feel, I read a lot of stuff about how he basically is like, I need to like proactively make sure I'm not just lore dumping. Like, 100%. and he, so that stuff you said about the AI and how there's no calculators and how they have these things called like menetets or whatever. And menetets, you see a couple yeah. of them. Yep. They're not explained. Apparently he's saving a lot of that exposition for the next ah. one so that he didn't like just make it super Good. hard for like non normal viewers. All right. My final one then was just the world. I think they're going to, now we know there's a second one coming. They're probably going to spin off a lot of things from this. If the second well, I would one be well. really down for him to make like major changes to the story and okay. draw this out like into like a proper trilogy. Well, I think he's yeah. apparently his plan is for a trilogy. Yeah. He wants to do these two, then he wants to do an ending to Paul's story, which is based off one of the books, um, which is going to be great. What are your what are your three worst, buddy? Um, I feel like they should have expunged more or not expunged, Sponged. expanded more on Oscar Oscar Isaac. Expunged, Oscar Isaac's <laughs> marriage. Yes, and the, and like before. the lack thereof. Yes, and like what that meant point. politically, and yeah. what that meant for their relationship, and what that meant for like the Ben Gesserit and trying to control um, House Kaladin or House uh, Atreides, and what that you know whether that was from the Emperor and all. like. There's all these little things that they mm. kind of because they didn't jump dive into that. Those other things fell a bit short a bunch of the nuance was mished yeah mished mished, mished. um and i'm gonna touch on a few of them when we get to spoilers yeah um, and i th- i think it was quite detrimental and per- personally to, to some of the movie but let's let's go with the next one maybe and, and it's unfair to say that they won't do some of that later no, no it's absolutely not yeah. but i think if if you're going to this completely blind it's a bit like a chris nolan movie um it holds too much back for for a sequel that, my, that at the time he didn't know he was even gonna get well, uh, and it, it just it, it was just a bit confusing. But, and some of it is like set in stone, right? Because yeah, the the way well, we'll talk about yeah, it absolutely. Yeah. Go on. Um, I would have liked to have more uh, about Lady Jessica uh-huh. and something that happens with her that I can't talk about because it's a spoiler. Nice, <laughs> sure. I th- yeah, she's a really interesting character. I, 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 like- I would have liked to have more about her and like the relation, like the um, debate between like her son and. Like being her son and being a teacher. Yeah, okay. Which I think we'll get next movie, to be fair. So it's not really I, It a sounds worst. like we might. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, my three are, I think, we've talked about this previously, and you, you made a very good point about this to me, that the this this sort of novel basically invented a lot of the tropes that are sci-fi tropes nowadays. Yeah. But it's tough when you weren't there in the first place to, 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 re- to realize them where now it kind of looks just like a lot of movie tropes, sci-fi tropes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it did come across at times a little tropey. And and I know that's probably almost there, so nerds will be like, 
oh, but this was the original book, and you're, you're supposed to say that. It's like, I, I get it, but it's still a trope. Like, but he cut, they cut a lot of that, though. Okay. Um, like, they cut the stuff about, like, the main uh, villain, the Harkonnen guy, the Baron. The Baron. Being, like, a pedophilia Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Guy, like, that, or whatever the heck, you we'll know. We'll talk about him in a sec. My um, point is, though, they cut that because he, it was, like, super tropey. Like, they just... And unnecessary. Were, yeah, it yeah. added nothing. All right, well, I've also got... Like, I mean, this, I'm, I'm stretching a bit here, but, like, it was pretty exposition-heavy at times, but it kind of needed it, so I'm, I'm on the fence about that one, and my last one was just that Sting wasn't in this movie. <laughs> Where was Sting? I wanted a cameo. My my last in one, because I only did two, but I'll give you my third, is that, like, I wanted more Josh Brolin, because I just yeah. love what he says. They're brutal. <laughs> it's like, get everything we have in the air. They're brutal. What is it? The way he does it, it's just like so exaggerated, but so good. Anyway. He's great, man. Um, he's I, but then I can't not hear Thanos when he talks. Yeah, but when he's saying something like, they're brutal. <laughs> makes sense. It sounds like... That's yeah. true. All right. Join me to spoilers. It, it's better than Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, definitely better than Aquaman. Yeah, it's... This is this is a really good fucking movie. I, I quite liked it. We, we talked about it a bunch. I liked it. The, the cool parts that... Um, I mean, just like everything about the action sequences was cool. Everything yeah, okay. about the actors, like they were well casted and executed their roles well. Like anything that was a negative was largely because not like of anything other than the fact that like things were cut, I think. Okay. Not because of what they chose to do. Okay. Does that make sense? Like yeah, yeah. this movie could have been better if there's a couple things they didn't cut added in, but then it's a two and a half hour movie. So I guess like you, you pick your poison. I'm trying to think like what I would have cut to add the things in that I think you would say you would want. Well, shall we call spoilers and I'll bring a few yeah, up yeah, now? Yeah, do it. Okay, spoiler time. Okay, so I've got three, four points here. Um, so my core problem with the movie, really, I'm, I mean, I'm, I very much like this movie. I've got very little against it. I think it's very well done, etc. Um, but it doesn't set up a lot of the plot beats. So like... So, perfect example is, uh, you, you wanted to mention it before, Dr. Yui, right? In His character betrays the house, uh, Atreides, to the Baron and essentially gives Duke Leto, Oscar Isaac, to the Duke to on do whatever he wants with. The, the Baron on a platter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but there is no setup for that. You don't, it, there's, it, it's not. His betrayal means nothing. He's had two scenes, one where he measures Paul's pulse and another where he says something. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's there's no weight to it. Yeah, um, and, in, and, in, and in the book and de- even in the first movie, it's built up like, you know, there's a spy. You know, there's someone on the inside. They're in, Whereas they, in this, they it's just... Like vaguely hint at it I d- at best. I didn't, I didn't notice that. They, they may have done, but I, they I didn't, didn't even hint it. at the spy. They just hinted there's traps. Okay. I mean, that didn't do anything for me. No, no I agree. In the in the book, it's like there's way more stuff around like we need to keep our friends close. Exactly. Like, um, that's yeah. another one I'm, I was going to bring up as well. Um, I, I just think there was a lot of character building that was missed out of this, especially around people like Yui. Um, you mentioned before around like the Oscar, Isaac, Oscar Isaac's character, not only with Lady Jessica, but also with uh, Paul. He didn't... I There wasn't enough of him. You, I didn't feel like you got enough of the the love he has for them both. Because in the book, he's very stoic, even in the first movie. He doesn't really say a lot to them. Whereas in this, he's just kind of like a nice dude who's like, you're going to be a good guy someday. Whereas like 
I think they missed some of the character building that was why he was so fiercely protected. They they missed Paul. some of the family building. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I'm getting. Yeah, at, like yeah. these were like just people in Paul's life, except for his mom. But like, well, yeah, it, it's also noted. Like, I yeah. mean, like in the first one in the book, like they know they're walking into a trap on on Dune. Like it's it's one of the first things they talk about. Like yeah. they they know they're going to this place where they're gonna be attacked and destroyed by the Harkonnens, but. They don't even say it in this. It's like, that gives them a fierce wrinkle. They're like, this fucking badass family who are like, we know this is fucked up, but if we can get this right, they they, they we, do we'll win do the that. They don't talk about like the, the fact that like failure is like death for all of them as much as no, they, they should, don't. I think. And they like, should. The gravity wasn't as clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll give you that. Um, and, and the last one is, I think, I didn't think the Baron was was built up enough really i like um, that he was this silent fucking dude but I we like already that have that much. we already have the emperor in the background i just think there was I, I don't think it needed the tropes we talked about it didn't need all the weird shit yeah but it was just kind of um he was ominous and scary but i didn't know why or for what reason i was like what what need but what what are they got against each other they didn't tell us anything about the the Harkonnen no, I, tra- I agree they, they, there was not again like one of my worst was like they didn't touch on uh, the political intrigue enough, Big time. and that includes like Big time. the like. I'm not asking for trade federation arguments. We right? do not. We do not want Star Wars attacking. <laughs> we don't want That's trade. Not what we want. But, like, uh, it was intriguing how they talked about how like House of Trade, like they're ba- two of the powerful houses that he's like manufacturing a war. Yeah, big time against each other to weaken them because yeah. he is threatened by both of them. I wonder if I wonder if some of that's going to come in the second movie. I'm sure it will. I think there's a real interesting like playoff between like the emperor who's trying to play this game to get the, the Harkonnens and, and house Trades to kill each other, essentially destroy each other um, or weaken each other massively at least. And the, um, what were the Bene Gesserits? The Bene Gesserits who are essentially trying to manipulate these great houses into having like this savior, Messiah son, figure, Messiah figure, which, I didn't realize, but I, I was reading about it. Apparently, it's supposed to come down to that they wanted the Harkonnens to have a son, and they wanted the uh, uh, sorry, yeah, and they wanted House of Trades to have a daughter, yeah, wed them, med, wed and them then in. that would become the but yeah, like, and I know I know that would mean a lot of exposition and a lot of stuff, but I didn't really get it at the time. While I was no, watching, they need they needed to include a bit more lore, I think. And sure, they, and, but it was like he aired on the side of like including less. Would you would you have liked them to hand you a, a a little book a with all the lore in when you when you started the movie? No, I would have <laughs> like liked. I would have just liked more. I guess like it's hard. Like I think that like this is a movie that almost like it shouldn't be a movie. It should almost be a show, like yeah, a miniseries. So. You know what I mean? Like, cause like I I don't think you could have done. Mo- you could have added a few scenes, maybe cut out a battle scene. I didn't mind. I thought the battle scenes were great. I thought they were awesome. But my yeah. my point is like either you make it longer or you cut something. And I'm trying to figure. Out, I still to the, I still can't figure out what I cut. I think they could have given us ten more minutes. Like it's already an hour thirty. Make it an hour forty. Yeah. And in that time, you give us a few bits of really key exposition around the war, why the Harkonnens and the Atreides like the, hate the, each other, and like the feudal system. The feudal system and, definitely, and the, and the way the Bene Gesserit is woven into it. That's the fourth one. You give like, me that feels like twenty five minutes. It's not really 15. not. It's it really feels not. like twenty. It could have been a couple of couple of sentences said between. Like there was a scene when Jessica and the the old the old mother were never going to remember what she's called <sighs> when they met. It could have been just three sentences in that where they just explain the Bene Gesserit. I thought plan. they did a lot in that scene for exposition. They, I think it's did. more like Doctor Yui 
and like you have he to more. Like, he need more that that guy with jessica yeah. and some other scene where you talk about the inner workings of the world sure. and in an argument with each other but that you would can... kind of do two birds with one stone or something okay like that. you know what i mean yeah okay but you can see where i'm coming from why, yeah uh a novice to this just would be so baffled yeah like i i if i if i hadn't have done the stuff i'd done read half the book and watched the 984 movie i'd have had, i wouldn't have had a clue i'd have been like I don't, what the fuck is happening they want some well spice. they kept it real high level they were like they really did the bene Gesserit gives powers paul wasn't supposed to be trained why we don't know okay yeah you know, he's what, a boy. They, they do hint at it like oh he's a boy and we were trying to get a we were chasing this bloodline for two generations and you fucked it yeah. but like that doesn't make any sense to well, anyone that doesn't. One thing you pointed out to me, which I didn't really understand in the movie. I did not understand that. I'm making myself sound like a complete fool. Um, I didn't get the subtleties of in the movie was that the, the visions that Paul was having, they were effectively, and stop me if I'm wrong, they seemed to be showing a few different pathways or one or two pathways he could go down. And he's almost got to navigate between them for the one that's going to get him to where he was, where he needs to be. But also... They were they they weren't visions of what necessarily was going to happen. They were like symbolic. They were it symbolic. was like unclear yeah. what they were as they were happening, which is exactly what like visions would should be. Sure, right? in, in fantasy, absolutely. Right? It's like a dream, right? And, and I think in hindsight, knowing that if I'd have yeah. had the pamphlet, the Dre pamphlet that told me <laughs> what I was watching, I think it'd have been great. But I at the time I was like, what the the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, you know. No, I I agree. I. I, I don't think you're meant to it's it's meant to be just confusing enough that you can't do it upon even maybe first or second viewing right it's meant I, to be, it would need to watch it again absolutely yeah. i mean like i'm i'm good for that as well because i as much as it doesn't sound like it like this was a real gripping movie how cool was the like when house of trades just gets destroyed fucking awesome like and there's just bombs coming from the, the awesome and the bombs were really cool too it was like these weird little bubbles that then all of a sudden just exploded yeah that was kind of interesting wasn't I, it i quite liked it it was different i wasn't sure I wasn't sure how the that would work with gravity and such, but like I mean, it was very uh, cool to look at. It's not Newton, right? Get everything with guns in the air. Well, they're all gonna blow up. That, that's Spoiler. your. That's my. That's my version of your. Uh, <laughs> that, what was your? What was your? Uh, your uh, your Superman one. I will find I will you. Get everything with guns in the air. That's my version of that. Um, yeah, look, man. Like, uh, I wondered what you thought. One question I had for you was: This ends quite. Considering you have this huge battle. But it ends on like quite a slow, not slow, but like a, a small scale, sorry, like knife fight. What did you think of that? What I kind of, of that? liked it. Like we were like, one thing I'll say is I, I agree we should have had like that 15, 20 minutes before the fall. You can't say one thing. You got to say at least three. <laughs> Go on, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I agree that we needed that extra like exposition and, and yeah, I guess yeah, intrigue. Yeah. But I do like I did like that I was like not even halfway into the movie or maybe about halfway and it just felt like everything was happening and like there was this big battle they were like all was lost very early in the movie it felt like yeah and you were like okay well how are they gonna end this and I did like that it ended on this almost like subtle uh you know hey this is his, like this battle that you weren't sure I was you knew how it was gonna end but like it almost introduced new characters yeah. as the movie was ending. Yep. I, I did like it. It, 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 think, was, it was very Empire Strikes Back. Oh, big time. Yeah. I, think, I think what it did was it, it gave the biggest bit of character development we'd had for uh, Timothy Chalamet in the whole film right at the very end. So you yeah. can see so he's on the precipice of doing, of doing great things and becoming this 
sort of messiahish character um he, he's coming out of his wilderness almost yeah. and then it ends and i'm like fuck that's cool yeah like and and he had to go to, to get there he had to kill someone which he'd obviously never done before that's true it was and a big i found thing. that really interesting it was a big it thing was, that was like a step that. to being a man they literally say it yeah they yeah. do yeah she said doesn't she um, she's like it's a he's Lady not because he, he's like what is he toying with him and she's like no literally she never killed, never killed a man which is which i mean that's a pretty brutal way to become a man nowadays you just have a drink with your old man but <laughs> <laughs> like uh look i mean for me like other than bringing out those sort of weird points that didn't really make sense to me and sort of just sort of nutting them out with you like i don't think there's a lot to spoil in this movie like most of it's in the fucking trailer anyway there's still things you could spoil as Go. i did in my three worst give me some more there's the uh the fact that like the main that that main like adjudicator lady dies and i was going to talk about that earlier but i stopped myself oh leah yeah, yeah the chains girl which they they did a gender swap which was really good yeah. they changed the way she died from being like just really uneventful off-page event to being like this cool thing that like she kind of saved them she said well she saves them she highlight it highlights the power of the worms and being like one with like your native like she was mm. almost like welcoming it mm. at the end like at least i get to die this way when the worm consumes her which I mean, it's not what anyone it's else not, it's not normal would think. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going in the Sarlacc pit in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, like, she oh. seemed to be okay with it. Yeah, she was. And then uh, peace be with you. What else? They uh, the fact that like she she wasn't supposed to. Um, basically, the Emperor plans to to kill House Atreides. Like it's, essentially, it's basically they're been, getting popular. Yeah, they're getting too strong, and like he's basically using these two houses to fight with each other, mm. and he chooses to basically betray House Atreides, mm. and and basically what's the word? I'm corruptly. Yeah, he, I guess it's against the law for this world to do what he does, but yeah. he basically sends in these super soldiers to go kill him. He's, and it's, it's the classic high school story. Like one kid is jealous of the other kid who's popular. He sends in a bunch of his elite soldiers and him, murders, them, and murders in, them all and murders them in radio silence. <laughs> classic, like, classic high school musical. Yeah, right? basically, it's a coup. It's basically a coup. It essentially. Is. Um, and but he, it's, it's interesting that they they think they're getting the keys to this like huge wealth, which is available on on Dune, right? Um, and House Arrakis are like, oh, we can. Is it House Atreides? Sorry, House Atreides are like we've got this this is our chance we can become the we can become the like one of the more powerful like families but it's such a big such a big ploy to just have this petty uh emperor kill them well i think that like they see it as what it is like they see it as what they what they they're meant to see it as they didn't build on that in this this story yeah they didn't do it well enough but they, they see it as what they're meant to see it as which is an opportunity yes for these two great houses to weaken each other and they're like yeah the emperor wants that because he's threatened by both of us but yeah. really what they should have seen it as is hey he's actually threatened by you guys he doesn't think these harkening guys are actually smart enough to handle anything <laughs> so he just knows they're greedy enough to take yeah. the risk to yeah, take yeah, you yeah, out yeah. if i let them yeah and i'm going to let them and i think what they could have done is talked about more, a bit more about like there's this like senate in the books okay um it's like all the so minor so we're going to go full star wars yeah, attack we are. of the clones there, okay there's, cool. it's it's like the house of the representatives it's like all the minor houses yeah yeah but they have like a strong vote together yeah 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 and they what they don't talk about in the books is well what they don't talk about in the movie is in the books these guys really like house of trades yeah, yeah yeah and so They're together really with them yeah. and a couple other big houses they actually threaten the emperor okay so all right sorry a little lore, no, no, lore that's dump great. I think, I, I mean, we didn't get that in the movie. What I'm saying is to a layman like yeah. that, 
I didn't get it. No, you but, needed a scene of that. You, you needed did. a scene you need before you Oscar Isaac to be dies. Who we also did. that's a spoiler we didn't talk about. Oscar Isaac dies. I mean, really, he dies so early on in this. In that's this, my point. They we're talking about the whole novel. No, they could have put more stuff in. I found it really interesting that he's just murked. He was a bit underutilized so because of that. He was a little bit. Yeah, I like. I I really like that character as well. The stoic father figure. Um. So basically, he's captured. We mentioned. Uh. He is. Uh. Dr. Yui? Dr. Yui is a traitor. And because he helps, he the helps main bad guy has his wife and he's torturing he says her. says he has his wife. He's always going to murder him anyway. Um, Which was why it felt even more useless. Like, so stupid. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so he hands over Duke Leto to the Harkonnen Baron. Fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, but he, he gives him like a poison tooth so he can breathe this poison out at, In at front the Baron. Of him. Uh, the Baron some manages to get his shield on beforehand. Wait, he looked like Batman up in the. And he, li- he's like, <laughs> we haven't talked anything about he those floats weird, up into those the corner. Anti gravity devices. Yeah. Oh, they're so weird. Yeah. Um, let's not get into that now. That's too strange. But yeah. I did love the design of the Harkonnens. That there were all these weird, bald, uh, completely hairless beings. Like, what's going on there? So weird. Better than what they did in the first one, where they were just weird ginger people. They were all gingers. They were even Sting. What were they trying to say about that? I don't know. It's kind of a Maybe statement to Gingers don't have souls. Yeah, I mean, that's, apparently. that's the joke. <laughs> Look, I genuinely really enjoyed this movie. Um, do you want to hear a bit of trivia? I was going to say, yeah, let's move on. We've talked it to death. We have. I'm ready. Would you like a bit of trivia, true or false? Yeah. Okay. Right, here you go. Trivia, true or false? True or false? Uh, composer Hans Zimmer is a big fan of the novel Dune, and he turned down working with Chris Nolan on Tenet to score this film. I'm like trying to think of the timelines align, but I think they do because Dune was delayed and I'm going to say it's true. It is true. Yeah. Um, he's apparently a huge fan and Nolan uh, really wanted him for Tenet. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? Uh, and he chose this one. I find that awesome. Such an interesting... Fair. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> David Lynch, who directed the 1984 movie, stated that he loves June 2021 and says that um, says that his issues are with his own film and not with this current version. True or false? Would he have already made a statement false? Of course, everyone's made a fucking statement about this film. I don't know. Even Chris Nolan came out and said it's like the best movie ever. He had a big old <laughs> lo- love fest about runner. it. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying false. Okay, it is. David yeah. Lynch, uh, he stated that he has zero interest in Dune 2021 uh, and cited that his issues uh, that his issues with the new movie have nothing to do with Villeneuve, but his own painful experience on the 1984 <laughs> movie, which, you know, we've talked about. Plug for our old episode again. I don't doubt. I don't so, doubt it. favorite... Painful for me as well, mate. Yeah, it was painful <laughs> for all of us. We had to watch it and talk about it, which is worse than just, just making it. Uh, okay, so um, Patrick Stewart was considered for a cameo role uh, as he was in <laughs> David Lynch's Dune 1984 movie, um, but the character he was going to play ended up being omitted from the new adaption. False. Correct. Sting was actually <laughs> considered for a role in this. Uh, I fucking love Sting, but I would have mentioned him before. I honestly, God, would have nothing from that movie in this movie. Nothing at I, all. I think the way the way they did it was was good. They didn't mention that Sting character, the Fade Routh character, who's apparently a psychopath. Well, they cut it. They cut it completely. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. Um, good cut again. Yes, good, good shout. Absolutely. 
Um, one final one then. At one point, Peter Jackson expressed interest in directing a new film adaptation of Dune. Yeah, that makes sense. True. He did. He's he's been connected to everything. Anything so big. Him and Guillermo sci-fi. del Toro. Yeah. They both had their their hand, their grubby mitts on them. So grubby mitts. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sticking with it, guys. That was mm-hmm. our. I, I don't. Is it, it's not as rambling as the movie was, but it was kind of rambling overview of the movie. It's always rambling, but this time I think we at least were passionate in our we rambling. We were passionate. I really, I quite liked this movie. You were awake this week, which was good. Otherwise, it helps. And um, it's also later, which is we, weird. We do have a bit of correspondence this week. Do you want to hear our couple of bits of correspondence? We chucked out on, on last week's show and we asked if anyone had any thoughts on the new Batman tra- the Batman trailer. The Batman. We did. A friend of the show, Luke, was in contact and he said he feels like it's going to be less Bruce, more Batman, which he's really keen on. What do we think? Less Bruce, more Batman. I think that's a... If it is, I'd, that'd be great. We get a lot By of that, Bruce do you Wayne. just mean you're not getting you're not getting like the alter ego, like the fake character? It's true, but at the same time, I kind of just want to see this Batman being a badass. Like... I think they they're like, I always enjoyed the juxtaposition. So I hope That's we get. True. I hope we get some Bruce. That's true. I, I'm I'm with you. Like this is like because it also informs like, the like the, the perspective of Batman. Because it's like what if I had to portray a rich, happy, care care like everything I'm not, what would I portray it as? Like what would I do? Mm. Like it, it informs his like his like. Du- not dual personality but his true personality that's true all right oh. i'm with that i th- I, I, meta. Do, I do like the idea of him <laughs> being meta um but when you see robert batten robert pattinson kicking the crap out of random dudes i'm like ah just give me more of that i'm sure there'll be plenty of it i'm, I'm happy to see a lot of that yeah see him see him beating up a, a, a prosthetic up colin farrell all right, why not? Um, the only reason it's believable that Robert Pattinson could beat him up is because the villain in this one seems to be a prosthetic fat penguin. Yes, and Paul Dano, who's <laughs> looks like a nerd. Um, it's a bit more believable <laughs> that skinny old Robbie could do it. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm with you on that. I, li- I like. I think it does need to build up a bit of the the mythos of Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah. Okay, so two more pieces then. So friend of the show Steve writes in and says. We have a new listener, uh, and he shared a picture of his new puppy, Oh, Monty, who oh. is the newest friend of the show. I'm just going to share that with you now. Uh, Monty is the newest well, friend of the show. What a cutie. What a cutie pie. Thank you, friend of the yeah, show, Steve, for sending puppies, that in. You know, it's, it's hard to beat. I mean, it absolutely is. He did also comment on our uh, What If episode, um, but I'm, I think I'll just stick with... Uh, <laughs> With talking about Monty for the moment, yeah, puppy. I'm down for him to be a, our, our new listener. He could, he could be the, the um, the puppy of the pod, pod puppy. Love it. That's what we need. Final bit of correspondence. Then, thank you all. We really do appreciate it. Friend of the show, Kim, new listener. We appreciate it. Um, wow, she wow, just wow. said on our discussion last week about, uh, which was hotter, Tom Hardy or Chris Pine. Um, she sides with you. She says I said, that uh, Tom Hardy yeah. is the better of the two. Uh, still, no. She also asks, um, have we had a conversation about the art of trailers? Uh, and just discussing essentially, uh, are there any, sorry, let me. How to make a good one? Uh, how must, this, 
this is absolute nonsense. Really? <laughs> it's 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 just not good English. Words. Um, essentially saying, <laughs> are there any are there any trailers which essentially lied to us uh, to make us watch a movie which was not good? I mean, so many. Have we talked about it? So we the haven't. art of like making a trailer for a bad movie. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm going to take from this. I bet you this that would be a good show we could do one we on. We could do that. Because Absolutely. there's so many movies that are bad that probably has good tra- had a good trailer. So many. We should. We'll, we'll put that on the list. We have yeah. an ever-expanding list. Maybe we'll come back to yeah, that soon. Thank you. I like that. Good idea. Thank you, friend of the show, Kim. Well, if they want to find us, where can they find us? They can find us at Podcast Assemble on Instagram. They can. Or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. That's mm-hmm. where you can find us. Hit us up. If, yeah. anyone, if anyone emails anymore. Do people email? <laughs> Not many. <laughs> so Slack, right? Slack these days. Just, just, just you need, a, need a Slack handle. Just text me if if you can find if you can find my number. It it must be fate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for sticking with it. Really appreciate hey, it. Tally ho. Three, two, one.